Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo Campbell. You know, Nelson, I thought uh, we should take the tact of like a tacky FM DJ and do some smooth talking for Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. We should get what should have got one of those throat mics. Yeah, you know, <laughs> go real deep. Well, I was thinking there's a there's a very uh, I don't think it's even on anymore, but a very tacky radio show in Australia called Love Song Dedications, hosted by uh, Richard yes. Mercer, and he uh, <laughs> he always talked like this, very smooth. Yeah. And it was funny because people would always ring up with like the worst stories. I remember <laughs> one time I was at work and this woman was like. Oh, my boyfriend's in jail and, you know, I just I miss him so much. And he gets out in a, in a couple of months and I just want him to know I'm thinking of him. And without a beat, Richard Mercer goes, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's good to know that people are thinking of you. <laughs> yeah. What what crime did he commit? <laughs> that's what I would have would have been my follow-up. Yeah. You know? It's lovely, but if he's like... You know, shivered a guy. Then that's. I want to. Sweet. I want to. I want to like really channel the our inner Richard Mercer from time to time. Do you do you think this is going to be a love filled Valentine's thing, or has that passed? and we just need to ignore it. Look, it has passed, but I would like to maybe take the opportunity. I think to ask all the listeners to be my Valentine. Oh, that's very nice. You know? Yeah. So really, I'm actually really exploiting this for all Valentine's Day's worth. So um, we, we've often, um, well, I, in fact, I, I brought it up in the past, the idea that, uh, you know, we don't have a Patreon or anything like that, nor do we particularly have an interest in doing it. But mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to setting up a P.O. box just so people can send international snacks. But maybe we can mm. we can extend that just a bit. International yeah. snacks and Valentine's gifts. Valentine's gifts. I've never got flowers before, Camber, but I think I would love them. <laughs> I, so think, I think you would. Send them through, please. <laughs> to that non-existent no, P.O. box. They will be not they will be so dead by the time I get them. <laughs> <laughs> or I I want to say if someone was intelligent, they would just look up flower delivery Melbourne. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but <laughs> but, no, but no. I want international yeah. flowers. <laughs> we don't want flowers from Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, send me your native flower <laughs> from your country. That's what I want yeah. in pristine condition. You work out the details, obviously. <laughs> God, I kept coming up with all the ideas. Also, I know that I've asked everybody to be my Valentine, and uh, I've also essentially asked gifts from mm. all of them. Yeah. Demanded, if you will, uh, and and I can see them sort of saying, "Oh well, how about you know? Should I also give them a gift? You know, are they expecting something in return?" And I just want to say, I think that's really shallow to be in a relationship <laughs> and expect gifts from yeah. somebody. Because so in, just in, think, just think about that. What you're saying you know? is, in a way, you've provided 229 gifts of episodes of Reddit on Reddit. And yeah, and they should be perhaps now just paying you back just a, just a sliver, just one little just sliver a, of a Valentine's gift. I mean, look, it's not. I don't want to. I don't. It's not like a tit for tat thing necessarily, but like if you really think about it, it kind of is. You know, <laughs> I, I, like I've done a lot of. I've done a lot of episodes for them. 
very little, if not nothing, in return from any of it. <laughs> so if you were keeping score, yeah. note that you should. But if you were, I would be up a lot yeah. of, you know, like currency, if you were. Um, <laughs> and they need to return that. So that'd be great. Uh, we should also say at the top of the show, not sure about the quality of this episode. Mm-hmm. Could be fantastic. We have zero idea. We, uh, it, we if, it, if it is indistinguishable from any other episode, we take that as a huge compliment. If it mm. is very distinguishable, we know. Yeah. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We know. Don't don't say it, okay? <laughs> we, we know. <laughs> yes, yeah. Melbourne, Melbourne is at the end of a mini little lockdown, so... Remote recording it is. Are we at the end of it? Or is it going to keep going for like a few more weeks? I am not holding my breath, that's for sure. If this is the worst quality, expect that it might be this way for the next few weeks. (laughs) Take a sabbatical from the podcast, if you will. Yeah, we won't hold it against you. Uh, All right, but let's get into it. There's um, a couple here, actually, that I'm going to go... They're sort of intertwined to some degree. So I thought I'd read them both. Uh, The first one is from uh, the subreddit World News, and it was by Technical Loss One. It says, Elon Musk puts up $100 million for global carbon reduction competition. Uh, and then uh, just a little bit about that, actually, in itself. Um, this, uh, I think I'd mentioned in our previous episode, but uh, just to give you a bit more of insight, it's not like one person or team gets $100 million. It's like broken down into different categories, so you don't necessarily come, have to come up with the best idea. There was like, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it exactly. I, I think the most money you could get is like $50 million, and then the remaining $50 million was kind of broken up into different segments. Yeah. So it was like... Yeah, because there's it, not, I imagine, one answer to all of this. So the idea is the $100 million is a pool that is given to people that have developed sections of this idea. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, something like that. So uh, just just to give you a bit of context before we get into it. But there's another one here, and it was in the subreddit, True Off My Chest, uh, chest. and it was by I Love Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was titled, Elon Musk is not a humble billionaire on our side. And they continue. Everyone likes to talk shit on Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg for being shitty CEOs who only care about their stock value. Yet Elon Musk and Tesla are somehow different. Everyone who believes this is being fooled by his marketing of himself. He's not one of us who made it. He's another billionaire who doesn't give a fuck about you or your family. This shit's really annoying on Reddit too. Elon Musk is betting $100 million to lower carbon emissions, yet he hasn't given his employees a 401k option in three years, but now suddenly has $1 billion to invest in Bitcoin? But Elon Musk smoked a joint on Joe Rogan. <laughs> cool, now tell me why that's important when Tesla is trying to remove your right to repair on your car. Or what about that time he said a stimulus check is not in the best interest of the people? Like if he ever had to scrape by enough money to barely afford food? Another note, when Reddit does call out Elon Musk on something shitty he did, they don't call him out, they call out his company and never him directly. <laughs> That just, I've only just realized this is the second time I've read it, but that's not true at all. 
<laughs> people call out Elon Musk all the time, like yeah. him specifically. Uh, yeah. And like, hey, especially, he's a especially in like recent years as well. Like early days, uh, we we were quite behind Elon Musk and the idea of what he was kind of doing, uh, being like environmentally conscious and about the uh, the saving of humanity kind of things that he was kind mm. of aiming for. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with those ambitions. But, flamethrowers, uh, Cambo. He created flamethrowers. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would say that the world, this podcast included, has begun to take a more critical lens to perhaps Elon <laughs> Musk and the kind of dude that he maybe is. Mm, yeah, yeah. See, what I found really interesting about this as a concept is like, why, do you, why are you trying to psychoevaluate billionaires in either way like <laughs> like they are just people yeah and they can believe it or not do good and bad things you know like uh, like i think that it's really interesting to sort of just say that one person can be one thing and not the other like this guy fucking hates that anybody he's ever given support to <laughs> elon musk but it's like but like he's putting a hundred million dollars for you know yeah. this global carbon reduction competition which we absolutely need you know yeah. like and so you can't just be like oh but how about the other shitty things he's done it's like yeah but it's not a yeah it's, you know? it's that kind of thing that i think some people lose sight of which is just a, a truth about humans themselves, which is, you know what? Bad people can do good things and good mm -hmm. people can do bad things. And it's a weird duality that comes with being a human being. So, yeah, yeah you might think, yeah, like Elon Musk, didn't he, like some of his fortune came from like segregated mines in South Africa from his family. That's bad, right? Yeah. But that's not to say that everything that he does, like trying to popularize mm. electric cars, is a bad thing yeah. either. I, I'm going to bring it up again. Flamethrowers. Excellent <laughs> addition to the world. <laughs> it, 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 it's, this is a fact that we've brought up uh, several times on this podcast is that uh, war has often led to medical breakthroughs. War, bad mm. thing, but yep. there has been some outcomes of war that have been good for humanity. And Elon yeah, Musk, while not as destructive as war, yeah, he yeah. might be on the whole a shit guy. doesn't mean some good things won't come out of it. I would say that, uh, you know, a another sort of angle to look at this as well is there are a lot of billionaires that go totally under the radar. I mean, we know, and they've even mentioned some of the three main ones, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, and Elon Musk, you yeah. know, because they're in the public eye. Uh, they, it's normally because they made their billions from something that, like, everybody is involved with. Yeah, you everybody know, like, uses it's a big product or something, but there's billionaires in like oil and whatever mm. that we just have no idea about. Yeah. And you, the, and you don't see them that are like, Hey, I've, I'm putting a yeah, hundred million dollars or whatever to, uh, try to service the world in a, in a better way. Mm. <laughs> and so it's like, so is it right for us to be like, well, let's be critical of these people that are in the public eye you know, they, they've actually done some good things. So, but shouldn't we be looking at the billionaires that nobody's looking at that are probably just 
For one, I mean, oil's a perfect example, right? There'd be billionaires in the oil industry, and the oil industry is fucking up our, like, planet yeah. so hard. It's the complete opposite. And yet we're like, yeah, but how about that one time Elon <laughs> Musk did that one bad thing? <laughs> You know, yeah, like, you, like you're right. It's it's three to four billionaires that everyone focuses on, as if they're mm. the the total sum of billionaires in the world. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing that I think, because the it compared it to Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg, who both have a similar reputation, I think, of being quite emotionless and unhuman, almost. Like yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, everyone's like, he's like a robot. He's so emotionless and, and <laughs> yeah. calculating. And Jeff Bezos is pretty much Lex Luthor at this point. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. And the only difference with Elon Musk is that he's like, guys, I like memes too. And yeah. everyone's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, he gets yeah, he it. Gets he gets it. it. He gets it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only One thing he's us. done One differently from the other two. Because he's still, I would yeah. say, a pretty socially awkward guy if you've ever seen him interviewed. He's mm, just, yeah. he knows a little bit about internet culture enough that it seems to have, like, masked this billionaire air about him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I also want to, I think, I think point out that I, I don't feel as though we need to, like, I've inherently defended the billionaires. But all I mean to say by this is mm. that you can say that they're doing something good and they're doing something bad. Yeah. It's perfectly fine. Don't get up in arms either way. They're just people, you know? <laughs> like, let's just not put much, so much feeling and stock into the fact that, you know, a billionaire has done something either good or bad, you know? <laughs> They're people like you and I. They just have a couple more stories on their houses. And honestly, probably more moral than I am. If I had a billion dollars, Cambo... <laughs> I would ruin so many people's lives just because they like cut me off in traffic or like I would do horrible so things. So you would go you wouldn't just become like a moral for like greedy means, you'd come real petty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For literally anything. I mean <laughs> b- in both regards. Like yeah. I would absolutely refuse to pay taxes, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, sometimes I might like buy, I don't know, a block of like a few blocks of land because I don't like my neighbors, you know, just really force them out of their homes. So you would buy their land. Mm. You know what? No, I, I do something like. I would find some sort of loophole mm-hmm. in which I could build like factories right next to them well, so that they would be forced to move out. <laughs> I was going to say the problem would be if you're a billionaire and you don't like your neighbors, chances are you probably live in quite a nice house in quite an affluent mm-hmm. area. So the chances are that your neighbors are also very affluent and wealthy. Therefore, mm. you'd be like, I'm going to buy your land. And they'll be like, good luck. I'm going to buy your land. Like, you know, you're, you're now mm. on like equal footing as billionaires. That's why you need to build factories on the land that you own. <laughs> knock, down, knock down your mansion. Step one. <laughs> step two. F- find the loophole yep. in which you can build a really noisy factory. And then step three, profit. When they move out. Because why they're they- like, oh, I'm a billionaire. I could move anywhere. And you're what, like, exactly, perfect, get what, out of here. What you should do is start a factory that manufactures... Remember those... The, the, they were like fish ornaments that you hung on the wall and you pressed a button and the fish would sing? 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the singing bass. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you create a factory that manufactures those and be like, just so you mm. know, these things are going to be going all night. On that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to test them. We need to test them consistently. <laughs> this isn't yeah. a, this isn't even a manufacturing factory. This is a testing facility for the singing bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And also, to save on wages, we've trained rats to press the little buttons. <laughs> but sometimes they get, they the get rats off at five. Es- escape. So yeah, yeah, the rats get off at five, and what they do after that is their own free time. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right, Kevo. Uh, I think we should move on to ask Reddit. This ask credit is by Meme Club. If people came with a warning tag, what would yours be? A warning tag. Well, the, yeah. This is this is a hard hard one to self evaluate. I think. Mm. So I've got a good one for me. Okay. Um, well, yeah. You, you, you go because it's not like I can't think of things that are wrong with me. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. can. But I'm trying to think yeah. of what the most general one would be that most people would need to know about, you know? Right, yeah. Well, okay. actually, I think my, I have one, my, but you go first. Okay, well, I think mine is maybe something people don't know about me. Um, but my warning tag would be uh, warning choking hazard. <laughs> I, you choke a lot, yeah. I, I choke a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and... And people should know that yeah, yeah, about yeah. me. You, that, you, like, you yourself have a choking hazard. Yeah, yeah. Not all the time, but I will occasionally choke. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, you can interpret that as me choking or me choking somebody else. I'm going to leave that up in the air. Up in the for, air. Look, it's Valentine's Day. For people Day, to so- work out. They can, they can read the tag yeah. and decide whether they're <laughs> going to need to quickly do the Heimlink maneuver or like punch me in the groin. <laughs> well, I think that my warning tag would be, and this would be good at like parties or something. It's mm-hmm. like, if you don't genuinely want to talk for a long time about movies, don't bring up movies. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Because I think Being sometimes able- I see people when they're like, someone will be like, oh, yeah, Michael's into movies. And people are like, oh, I love movies too. And they'll start talking to me. And then as I start talking at them for quite a long time, I see their yeah. eyes start to widen as they realize the hole that they've now dug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also worse, right, isn't it, when you... Because I've had the same thing when somebody will, uh, you, you know... Like, I'm not into sports at all. Hmm. But sometimes, especially with uh, Australian rules football and the right crowd, more so when I was younger, but I felt as though sometimes I needed to engage in the conversation. And so then you get in the conversation of like, footy teams, different players, who's doing well in the season, stuff that I have zero (laughs) idea about or interest. And I feel like that's really like, you know, dangerous that, you know, you can get into those sort of situations where I just don't, I don't want to be here. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm going to look the fool. Um, So yeah, warning tags on those sort of people, I think is great. It's it's, uh, it's similar to like uh, a common question here in Australia, and I'm sure that there's adaptive versions anywhere in the world. But you, you'll meet someone new, uh, let's say a middle of the road, typical average Aussie bloke, and they'll say, "What team do you barrack for?" And yeah. I technically I have an answer because I used to watch football when I was younger, and I went for the Essendon Bombers. So I'll say, "Oh, well, I, Essendon." 
Huh. And Boo, then I listened in. But I need no, to. I yeah, but sometimes people are like, oh, wow, what a season you're having. And I'm like, maybe. I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I, I feel I like know. I need to say that statement being like, Essendon, further point, I don't want to talk yep. about it at all. <laughs> yeah. I've answered yeah. your question. I've been polite. I've answered your question. I have no more to add to this now. Yeah, I, I'm the same with. Uh, I used to say St Kilda Football Club. Yep, and I remember there was one year or a couple of years in a row where they did really bad, and I only <laughs> knew that because people I would say St Kilda, and they're like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, not doing too well. So then, but then it was kind of good because then for the next conversation, they'd be like, oh, who do you back for? I'm like, oh, St Kilda. Don't don't tell me about it. Am I right? And they're yeah. like, oh, you know what's up about football? And I smile and nod, uh, and then I hope that an earthquake hits. So that's the end of the conversation. Uh, we don't need to discuss it after that point. Never yeah. happened. Really disappointing. Do you um, think that if people came with a warning label, there should be one for this show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What warning listens to Reddit on Reddit podcast. No, but I mean like, would this show, Is that come, enough? would this show come with a warning label? Oh, okay. Like, okay. I mean, like, I think the listeners should have that. On oh, them yeah, yeah, as yeah. Well. Certainly. You know, so people certainly. just know. No, yeah. Like, oh, okay. You deal with like j- you obviously hate yourself a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You've that, got a slight that nihilistic <laughs> streak running through you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this show, you think, should have a warning tag? Okay. Um, I mean, I guess technically what? it is marked as explicit, which it can be with your choking hazard joke just earlier. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying like like it should it be like warning it will frustrate people that don't like cheating in loopholes. Mm. Something yeah, along those okay. lines. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Or um or audio might not be good. Yeah. <laughs> waning quality Which is relevant a hundred percent of the yeah. time. <laughs> it says waning quality brackets, audio and content. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, do you think I, I? I was thinking more like, yeah, just generic ones that you could sort of pick up off a shelf. Mm-hmm. You know, every you buy wholesale. Again, you buy wholesale. You're like, I'm gonna grab all these tags as they relate to me, and maybe at that specific time in my life. So I think there should be ones that are like, uh, warning, can't be fucked today. <laughs> you know? Right, right. So you can apply them daily. Yeah, because sometimes you like if you maybe you can't be fucked. You mm. you know maybe you've had a bad day or whatever for whatever reason. Like I just don't want to be polite to people to today. Yeah. Like, but you want them to know that it's just today. Yeah. Normally you're a lovely person. Uh, yeah, I'm not like this. I'm having an off day. Like I, for example, we you know we had this short lockdown announced, and the next day I remember I woke up and I was like, like just so unmotivated to do anything. But I would say that's mm, not generally yeah. how I am. So you slap the warning label on just to let them know, look, first day of lockdown, yeah. I can't be fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then the I only think, person I think that they would see that sold would... out of those, yeah, actually. Yeah. And the only person that <laughs> would like see it Just like the toilet is... paper. <laughs> the only person that would see it, though, was Stacey because we like can't go out anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it's still good for it's her It's good for know. her to know. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. your loved ones still need to know this yeah. thing. Yeah, I think that's what we should. I think that should be our business idea. Warning tags for people. <laughs> Just a big, big necklace that hangs around your neck. That's big bold letters. Like it is. Un- it, 
It is uncomfortably large, but only so people that are quite far away can read it yeah, yeah. before approaching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're not for fashion, they're for practicality. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't why aren't more clothes practical in this way? Like, you know, a necklace that tells you where you are. Or even just like, yeah, why can't we why didn't when, you know, we were making clothes, when the cavemen were making clothes, they didn't think, hey, how about we color code these for the mood that we're in? <laughs> and and that's the main purpose of clothing. Nelson, you know? but this has been invented. That is what a mood ring is. It's nothing to do with your body temperature, Nelson. It reads your mood. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Should we invent mood ring clothes? <laughs> the change color to your because mood. Because the problem with the ring is it's far too small. And also it doesn't work. I want to and well, that's a minor inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It didn't stop them making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, we can still make money off a of phony. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll become billionaires. Billionaires, <laughs> people that everybody hates. Did you? There'll be posts about us. Did you know that the mood ring clothes don't even work? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, look, we uh, we thought they did. Yeah. Uh, we'll get a scapegoat. We'll blame some scientist guy. <laughs> we can just pretend like it was all his fault. Um, okay, here's another one. Uh, this is Blueberry by Blueberry Hill 20. Uh, what first date behavior is a deal breaker? Oh, maybe a big sign around your neck that's declaring that you can't be fucked today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'd appreciate the honesty. <laughs> I, I think. I'd be, and they've already purchased one of my products. Oh, yeah, that's pretty true. Good. <laughs> yeah, because that means their like, likelihood to purchase a second. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon that, yeah, if, if like, uh, let's say Mark Zuckerberg, I mean, I know he's married, mm. but do you reckon that uh, if, if he dated somebody and they, like, didn't have Facebook, he'd be like, oh, maybe this is not... Maybe this is a bit of a deal breaker. Well, he's got a lot of stuff there. Because, like, isn't Instagram, Facebook now as well? Yeah, yeah, There's a few platforms. But do you reckon that if if they had... I don't have Facebook and I don't have Instagram, (laughs) but I do have one of those Oculus Rifts. He'd be like, yes, I still got you. (laughs) Yeah, That was not the one. one. I'll be honest with you. That's not the one I expected you to have. (laughs) Of all of those. (laughs) Yeah, but I'll take it. And by that, I mean any of your money. <laughs> or would you yeah. find that or refreshing? Maybe- because if if they do have Facebook and it's being buggy and they're like, oh, Mark, it's being buggy again. He'd be like, oh, oh, I, I'm tr- don't yeah. bring work home. <laughs> so like, yeah. like if he's not dating someone, would he be like, get off both those platforms? You have no idea how much of your information I'm stealing. I'm stealing so yeah. much of your information. Get off. Yeah. Well, you, you would totally do that, wouldn't you? Just a slightly off topic here. If you owned a social media platform and you went on a first date and you knew that they had that social media, yep. would you not then effectively stalk them <laughs> and get to know more about them? I know, in fact, the uh, in Australia, uh, ASIO, which is like the... FBI, oh, yeah, I'm not ish. sure if there's a equal... Yeah, uh, it's, it's like an investigative government body. Yeah, yeah. But basically they, uh, but yeah, kind they of, have it's kind of more information. In, it's on, kind of more industry-based, isn't it, ASIO? 
no, like I mean, they can they can investigate. I, I, I mean, I think it's that too, but they can investigate individuals. Okay. On like, um, uh, yeah, kind of like a. Actually, I think they're more like a CIA, but a right. really shit version yeah. of the CIA. <laughs> uh, and anyway, they have information on just people from you know whatever, like police records and yada yada, and they got in trouble. Uh, like a few years ago now because some of the staff that worked there were like looking up the people that they were dating. <laughs> Which is like wow. insane. But I absolutely would do that but if I was a... Uh, if I owned a social media site, I was like, I know everything about you. I'm going to check this out Here's first. the thing, and maybe I'm going to sound like a, an old fuddy-duddy romantic, but isn't the... <laughs> fun of dating someone finding out about them over the course of a few dates so if you go do a on a date with someone and they're like oh you know mm-hmm. i had the best time in europe one time and you're like yeah i know yeah like, it, like i was w- practically <laughs> there <laughs> like it takes it does take uh, most of the thrill well, out of anything see i think you're looking at this at it the opposite uh in the opposite direction see i see this as extremely attractive girl, maybe way out of my league. Sarah Michelle Gellar, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course. And of course. Uh, there's always a chance, Kevin. <laughs> and, and I'm like, wow, I really like everything about this person mm-hmm. that maybe I know so far. Because I'm not going to stalk, way too time-consuming to stalk everyone. So maybe we've already had a bit of a conversation. I'm like, wow, I really like this person. I'm going to stalk them. To make sure that I'm the type of person that they want, you know? Yeah, but... And lie. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that was my (laughs) next question. Are you going to manipulate yourself to be their perfect mate? With Sarah Michelle Gellar, absolutely. Okay? (laughs) There is... First things first, I'm going to change my name to Freddie Prince Jr. Because it turns out she loves that guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. All this, all the data has shown me. <laughs> she is uh, obsessed with that. She had kids with him and everything. She's really yeah. into this guy. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think you could use it for more nefarious things like oh, that. Oh yeah. And maybe it's like maybe it's not uh, entirely that way. You know, maybe it's even. I mean, you can get weird about it, but like, um, they might have conversations with you. With their friend uh, conversations about you with their friends over social media, mm-hmm. and though it may not be lying, you might actually get a better insight into like what they think of you and how you're. It's so behaving. creepy, though. It's so creepy, Cambo. I'm not denying that it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's super creepy. I'm just saying, like, because that's what you could do. Speaking of deal breakers, if someone's like, "Oh, just so you know, I've tracked you on social media and all of your private conversations," wouldn't you be like, "Well, no, <laughs> that's that's over." Yet you propose <laughs> to do it to others. Oh, I would lie to them about it, Cambo. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand what you're not understanding about yeah. this. Okay. Well, yeah, what, it's creepy as hell. Would I do it to Sarah Shagala? Absolutely. It, it would I. Would I tell her that I'm doing it? Absolutely not. But what I find Facts, interesting... Cambo, why are is, you so is, confused? Is we're talking about red flags for, on first dates. And in a way, yeah. this whole conversation, yeah. if anyone was to hear it, is a huge red mm. flag for you. Well, I don't oh, know yeah, the social I'd media lie. site. I'd so lucky for them. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky for them, obviously, uh, that I don't notice a social media site. But uh, look, yeah, so, I mean, silver I lining. Have this conversation on the first date. Yeah, silver lining though. If you went on a date, someone then listened to this podcast, like Red Flag. Silver lining, we have one new listener. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, because uh, sort of. The best case scenario there, by the way, is they go, oh, red flag, Don't he, he said all this kind of stuff that is a little bit creepy, not not going to date him again. The show's not bad, though. I will subscribe to that. Mm, yeah. That, that's the best case scenario in that situation. That is the best case scenario. I try to go on dates all the time just for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think, though, actually a good uh, deal breaker... And maybe it has to have enough happens has to happen enough times. Mm-hmm. Is I think when you have somebody that tries to say that they are they like your hobby or interest or identify it within themselves, but you know it's like a lie. Like if they pretend to have, I don't know. A hobby. I mean, it works especially well on dating apps because you might have things like, um, oh, you know, certain hobbies. Maybe uh, the classic one is like, oh, I like I like dogs, you know. And then if I was to be on a date, I mean, I don't, I don't hate dogs. I just want to turn them to gold. But otherwise, you know, if I'm like, oh yeah, I love dogs too. And then there was like a dog on the street. I don't know we passed the dog on the street and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to, you know, pat yeah. this dog. Um, I feel like that's a, that can be a pretty significant deal breaker, you know, where you're like, why would you lie about something so igni- insignificant the, about, the, the, like you're trying so hard to create a connection. There is a, that, um, uh, a kind of person as well that does mirror the interests of the person that they're interested in, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah you're right. right. It, it is an odd behavioral thing because presumably you like someone for them, not for the interest that they necessarily subscribe to, you know? Yeah. Common yeah, interests are right. great, and it's great when they overlap. Yeah. But that's not necessarily why you like someone. In fact, yeah, there's many yeah. people that like the stuff I like that I hate. Yeah, yeah. I, again, just to make this clear, if the scenario was I was with Sarah Michelle Geller. I would pretend to like all her hobbies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd stalk her through social media, find out exactly what she likes to do, and then take up those hobbies myself. Force myself, mm. if you will, to get... If she likes knitting, I'll get so good at knitting, honestly. <laughs> like, but, but to I be clear... Re- I really need to make yeah. this connection. <laughs> and, and to be clear again, just, just reiterating, you hate when other people do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, they are the worst, and it is a deal red breaker. flag if they were to do yeah. that. Yeah, again, I, I'm not going to let her know yeah. about this, <laughs> and I'm going to put in a lot of effort into you know making sure it seems like I'm into the same things as her. <laughs> I'll pat a dog if I have to, Hambo. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, now it's time for today. I advise. So now it's time for. Today I learned. And also sometimes advice. This uh, advice is by Throat 
4653656. Need advice on how to handle the situation. My new roommates are a couple that are joined at the hip. It's making everything really awkward. Uh, which is basically where it ends. There's no more details than that. Well, I want to know because the the advice would be different if he's saying joined at the hip, always together, or literally joined at the hip. I was gonna say, yeah, if this is literal, yeah, there's a different, there's a different response. <laughs> first well, of said all, that they are, a- yeah. Well, first of all, are they related? And if they're not, why did they join themselves at the hip? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does say. They are a couple, which implies not related. Yeah, good. Let's take it as and the they, metaphor to, mm-hmm. to say that they're always around each other and always together. And yeah. not as we suspect it might actually be, they're now joined at the hip mm-hmm. medically. Or if they are joined at the hip medically, it can't be good for them. No. So get consult your doctor is my advice <laughs> on... <laughs> On the separation of two people that have accidentally, I'm assuming, joined themselves physically. <laughs> the, the problem with uh, this being so brief is, uh, I guess they haven't spelled out any pain points in which we can specifically... Mm-hmm. T- they said, roommate, I just moved in with someone and they and their partner are joined at the hip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that uh, doesn't necessarily... like. What is it about that that is frustrating you? Does that mean they're always okay. in the lounge room? They can never watch TV because they're always watching TV together, or they're always they're maybe they're making out all the time, and that you, you don't want to see that. Like they don't actually mm. explain what it is about that that's annoying because there could be all kinds of factors. Yeah, yeah. Well, in fact, the reason why I brought this up is because I thought a lot of people have maybe experienced this in the past mm-hmm. and had their own. Uh, examples of when uh, couples that they know are metaphorically joined at the hip. Mm. Like, have you ever had that experience with any any couples you know yourself? Or, uh, you know, and like, I would say not recently because the age bracket that you and I fall into. Oh now, yeah, yeah. I think is a bit different. Yeah. But when you're younger, certainly. Uh, we, yeah. we both have a, a mutual friend, and I remember when he started dating his now wife. Uh, they were in their early twenties, and they would make out everywhere, like yeah, like, like just everywhere. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, yeah. So yes, I've experienced uh, that, and I understand that as a pain point. But mm-mm. say you know if, if you know, you had a new girlfriend, I would think that you probably wouldn't do that because you're now thirty one. How old are you? Thirty one years old. Yes. Yeah. So I would say that you're probably over the point in your life where you can't help but make out with someone no matter where you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That is true. Although I haven't really had a proper partner since I was relatively young. Mm. So maybe. Yeah, maybe. Slip right back back into it. (laughs) That's a good point, yeah. Maybe. Making out all over the show. You'll revert to the age you last were with a partner. Mm. This podcast, if I was ever not speaking, would be like... (laughs) 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 Um, 
Uh, and that's true. Yeah, to, to, to that point, that... every week you need to drag me away from making out with Stacey so I can record this for an hour and a half. And then I go straight <laughs> back to making out with Stacey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, you just let yourself in and out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your, your lips are always very chapped. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. But before, before the theme plays, we, et- we, like, we mm. don't hit record until after I go... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I. Uh, but yeah, I always think I think it is definitely an age thing that, like, um, uh, and I I want to say, and I know that this is not necessarily true because in the example of uh, our friend, he ended up getting married. Although I honestly haven't seen them since they were quite young, so maybe yeah. they are quite the same. I, I don't know. I, I don't would like to think know. not. I haven't seen them since their wedding, so. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To me, See, mentally there's, there's at least, sort they, of... they are still exactly as they were at their wedding, which was years and years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I think there's sort of like I don't know two things about this. I mean, so I, my initial thoughts is, I think you'll find normally those couples don't last very long mm-hmm. because. They realize, and I actually say this because I think I was in a, a a relationship, maybe even two when I was younger, where we were like joined at the hip. I wouldn't say necessarily the like making out in public thing. That's mm. I don't think I ever really did that, but just like we did everything together and like didn't have separate friends, and I just like let all my friends get basically some of my like closer friends. I'd be like, yeah, I'll get back to you eventually. <laughs> um, and I feel like then, though, I mean, the experience I had was like, I just slowly realized like, oh, I don't really like being in this relationship because it doesn't mean I have like my own, you know, identity. I don't have my own friendship and whatnot. So I don't, and, and I think that was like a, a big part of why I ended that relationship. Yeah. So I don't think they normally last anyway. Not saying that they don't. So you're saying relationships like that, are they kind of, they burn bright, but they don't burn for long. They get, yeah, they get a yeah. whole I, relationship's I, I, worth of being together out of the way in six yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's usually what happens. Or at the very least, um, they uh, it, it you end up sort of separating a little bit and not being yeah. uh, as joining the hip as that. Uh, but the other kind of I don't know, inverse of that is the older you get the more that groups of friends do become couples. Yeah. It's like, you know, because when people are living together and you you always go to the same events, you know, I feel like when you're younger, sometimes you want to invite like your friend, but not their partner because, you know, maybe I'm having a boys night or something. And, and there's that certain guy that'd be like, oh yeah, can my girlfriend come? Cause we're, you know, <laughs> but, but now that I'm older, it's like, well, I would probably just inherently invite both people. Oh, I mean, maybe I'm less likely to go out on a boys' night in yeah. general. And, but I also but, think that, that the older you get, the more it's fine to separate for things like that. Uh, like, um, <clears throat> Stacey and I are quite honest with each other. Sometimes she's going, oh, I'm going to go catch up with all the girls. Do you do you want to come? And I'm like, no, 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 I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't want to go to that. Yeah. She's like, that's fine. I <laughs> would prefer you actually didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You might end up on the same cycle, Cam. I know. I've heard that's a thing. <laughs> um, 
but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, so I think that my advice is stick it out <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like they will either eventually break up or they'll just realize that, oh, actually, it's fine to do things independently and, uh, you know, it's totally fine. Definitely, like, my advice to to any younger person that's getting into a relationship is, like, try to be aware of your own independence while in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, you will... I, I really feel like you'll have a better relationship if you can, you know, separate yourself a little bit and just be like, hey, it's, you know, let your partner know, hey, it's okay if we don't spend every single moment of every single day together. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, go from there. God knows... Uh, lockdown has taught the world <laughs> that you don't want to spend too long with even the person that you love uh, yeah, for that long. So, yeah. Uh, Kemba, I think we should maybe move on to shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought was cross-posted to us by Avant Cardigan, uh, but it was originally by Chucky Chap 33 Nostalgia is addictive because everything turns out okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? Like that? There, there is truth to that. Even I tried to think of the counterpoint, being like, "Well, why do people like war movies?" Well, because you know you won the war. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though not, yeah, n- not a happy memory necessarily, you, there's no real war movies about war that like America didn't win. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. I've never thought about those sort of movies from like Germany's point of view. Yeah. For a, you know, a very specific example. Like what? Like, are they like? Do they hate those sort of movies, <laughs> or do they make them? <laughs> Do, do they, do they make them? movies about a war that they didn't win? Mm, yeah, probably probably not. Don't look back on it. Pretend it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I think very specifically we want to not pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending it didn't happen um, is in a way how some parts of society have got to where they are today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um but uh, yeah, I just thought this was this was a perfect shower thought. It's like yeah, exactly. That's why some stuff seems so great. I think like for one is you you block out anything that just like, I mean you don't have nostalgia about um, like I I have this weird nostalgia about watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because mm-hmm. that was the cartoon that I. You know, used to love watching. I actually used to watch uh, the. We had a VHS tape of the old movie as well, and I used to just watch that shit on repeat. Uh, and so I always have like good, you know, nostalgia when I think about the Ninja Turtles or see the Ninja Turtles. But it's like, but that's a really fun thing to be doing, yeah. you know. It's like if I got nostalgia about eating candy. Like eating candy is great, and I love that now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but do do you find that some things are best left in nostalgia? Uh, like sometimes there there there'd be a movie that I loved as a kid, 
Oh, then yeah, if this you is, do rewatch great, it, yeah. the nostalgia kind of wears off, and you're like, oh. This isn't yeah. very good, actually. Now that I'm seeing yeah. it with an older mm. eye, and it was, it would have been better if you had never rewatched it and just left it as that happy memory. Yeah, that's a great uh, example, actually. Yeah, because I think that, I think that's the, the the point that I was trying to get at. Like, when is it not ever good? But there are those circumstances. Yeah. I mean, because like, uh, you know what? And in fact, if I probably we rewatch the Ninja Turtles movie now from like the eighties yeah. or nineties or whatever it was, it would be terrible. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I had quite a heartbreaking experience trying to rewatch Scrubs. I used to love Scrubs, oh, yeah. one of my favorite shows. Yeah. But I tried to rewatch it semi recently. And yeah. I, I realized how annoying a character the main character is. <laughs> yeah. and like yeah, yeah, yeah this, how many zany and weird sound effects there really was in that show and you know and i kind, yeah. kind of wish i didn't do it mm, yeah yeah um do you know what always holds up cambo buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> it'll never not be good sure joss whedon turns out he's a he's a dick <laughs> he's not a good guy but the, the good thing the is television show itself Buffy, Buffy, and the and the people involved, apart from Joss Whedon, will never hurt you. They will never hurt me, um, and also like uh, he he hasn't done anything. <laughs> Joss Whedon hasn't done anything like sexually abusive. It hasn't come out anything like that. Yeah, it's like emotional abuse. Like he really like berates emotional. people, thinks makes them think they're going to get fired, makes them feel a bit worthless. But you're right. Yeah, nothing sexual like, <laughs> yet. For some reason, that makes me feel like a bit more comfortable with still appreciating the work he's done. It, you know, he, it's like Kevin Spacey. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I really can go back and enjoy American yeah. Beauty, you know. What, but Joss Whedon, oh, he was just a massive jo- dick. Joss, Joss Whedon, <laughs> he, he's really on like an on the cliff's edge of being unacceptable because you're right. Everything that he's done to coworkers seems to be like emotional abuse. Uh, yeah. and making them feel insignificant and small. Unrelated to that, apparently cheated on his wife a fair bit, but in consensual yeah. relationships. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's almost over you're, the you're borderline, just, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you're borderline. <laughs> oh, yeah. You wouldn't want to step uh, one step closer to that. Yeah, it wouldn't come out as a surprise now. I think no. if somebody somebody could say it as a total lie, and I feel like, like there's enough to be like people would be like, yeah, yeah, probably. It fits the profile. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, here's another one. Uh, this by Rabdo. Uh, plenty of couples probably have a worse Valentine's Day than single people. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Actually, I'll read this other one too because they're both Valentine's Day related. How about we do that? Yeah. Okay. There's General Lionette Vanilla. Linnote Vanilla. Anyway, uh, Valentine's Day is an unnecessary toll imposed on relationships that does nothing to enrich the relationship when heated, but everything to damage it when ignored. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I do honestly, I, I sometimes the more toxic relationships really do confuse me. Uh, like I, mm. I know people now that are in toxic relationships where I just genuinely don't understand if they like each other. And yes. to, if I was in that kind of a relationship, Valentine's day would be a minefield. Yeah, like just an right. absolute, you, you would, you would 
tiptoe so gently around everything on that day, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I think this is interesting, though, because to me, there is like... Like, I, I actually don't like the idea as well that, that some people have that, oh, Valentine's Day is the worst. And, and I'm in a, you know, I'm in a couple, I'm in a relationship and we should ignore Valentine's Day because it's just for... Um, you know, it's a corporate yep. thing, like invented by Hallmark. It's yep. it's not a thing, but it's like, but but also, why don't why do you hate the idea that you could just do something a little bit extra nice yeah. with your partner? Uh, you know, I, I see I, it as like it's a nice thing too. <laughs> I mean, you and I aren't religious, but I like the idea of Christmas is a time to take a bit of time off, see some family, and kind of take stock of the year. That's really what Christmas is to us. Mm-hmm. And to be appreciative mm-hmm. yeah. of, of little things and give some gifts and show that you love people. Yeah. And Valentine's Day is, is the same. Like, I yeah. don't think that we really buy into the idea that you have you have to do X, Y, and, and to, to, to make a Valentine's Day or whatever. But there's nothing wrong with yeah. being like, you know what, this day of the year, just show your partner that you love them. Yeah, yeah. Like, if that is such a hard concept for you, <laughs> there might be something wrong with the relationship and not Valentine's Day. <laughs> like, just if you're one person that has that thought, maybe just think that on yeah. yourself. Um, like, uh, you, you don't have to get presents or anything. You don't have to go to a fancy dinner. Just, like, show a little bit more appreciation for your partner. Just make and, them feel uh, a little bit special. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think, although it's interesting, because um, uh, actually, has this for do you think a deal breaker, Canberra? Okay. <laughs> Maybe, and uh, it's not really, but uh, I, I thought it was kind of funny. I, I've been on, so I went on a date with a girl, I think, uh, two weeks ago now, uh, and actually we did a virtual call for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. because we were going to meet up, but then the, yep. you know, the lockdown came up. And through our conversation... She said, what is your love language? And I thought, that's a pretty like bold question on a second date. Mm. Don't you think? It seems pretty. But I also appreciated like, oh, the honesty of like, you know, of that and being like, let's just find out if we're compatible in that way or how I know to like, you know, interact with you, show you love. Um, and so, so there is this idea and I think there's a book or something where there's like five different love languages and one is um one is spending time with the other person mm-hmm. one is physical touch there's uh, acts of service there is uh, uh words of praise or something along those lines mm-hmm. uh, and the last one is gifts as well so you there was like this little quiz that i ended up doing um and uh, and so what I think is also interesting and maybe why Valentine's Day is ruined for some people is because there are some out there where their love language might be gifts. Mm. And Valentine's Day is, I mean, it is very much about that. I mean, well, it, it is it, over, I, overall, well, I, it is like a corporate day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that to, to your point, that that's a really good point. But you were saying that there are people out there that their language is gifts. But it, it, so are you saying it's hard for people whose language is maybe you know um, uh, spend you know time? 
but it is expected on that day that you get a gift, but that's not naturally your love language. So therefore you're kind of up against yeah. it, but you should just do what you do best. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like you might see it as unnatural, like, oh, yeah. I don't want to buy into this. Like gifts means, you know, so little to me on, on uh, you know, as a whole, as a love language that I see this as a corporate bullshit day. And so I'm not going to, get a gift for my partner. But yeah. if they, if their love language is like, man, I'd, I'd really like being showed love through gifts, which I think can be seen as a bad thing, but I think it's just a normal, you know, when you're brought up that way, not everybody's like a gold digger in that sense, but you know, sometimes it can be, you know, people can feel like it's nice to receive a gift yeah. um, from, from a loved one. So uh, yeah, I, I think that sometimes and I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if some relationships are uh, on Valentine's Day. These things come out about why they're incompatible, yeah. and it's to do with that sort of difference in love languages. Um, fun fact: If anybody's wondering out there, zero uh, percent gift for me really? is what I came up with on the quiz. I think I had like thirty-six uh, percent quality time. Then I had 30% touching and then like 17% equal for words of praise and acts of service. Hmm. And 0% Just in gifts. case somebody out there wants to love me. Yep. You're not, getting, it, you're not getting any gifts. I mean like, but if it's a big enough gift, you know, here's what I'm saying. If you want to get me a gift, it better be big. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are, are you saying, a, are, does that mean that... Because that's, that's the way that you display love, right? But is that also the way that you presumably receive love? No, no. This is more about what you receive, like how oh, you receive love. Yeah, yeah. Right. So zero. So so I appreciate more quality time with somebody than I would than if somebody right. were to give me a gift. Yeah, rather than what you output. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not it. about it's not about what you output. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, but I mean, like I said again, like. If somebody wanted to give me a gift, it would have to be really big for me to appreciate it. So think about that when we put out our post, post, I mean, not PO post box, box. <laughs> PO box. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, all right. Let's get into the ask me anything where there's, oh, by the way, we're not doing pod napping this week. Um, yeah. So uh, just, just a quick update We're we're doing remotely now. Our pod napping was the dueling songs of ridicule. Uh, but that's a very much an in-person thing, first of all. Uh, and also, you were supposed to go meet with your brother, the, who's a musician, to help you with your side. Uh, but obviously, yeah. that can't happen. So it's it's delayed yeah. at least a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the orchestra obviously couldn't uh, make the rehearsal as yeah. well because yeah. of the lockdown. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're, so we're forgoing, pod- actually, maybe even the next episode, Cambo, probably, <laughs> but, uh, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, so this is the Ask Me Anything. We're listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yes. We're going here from, uh, Jelly. It says, hi, Nelson and Cambo. I'm going to assume that someone else has already sent an email with the exclamation mark thing. So I won't bother with that. 
That's correct. We did get quite a few urgent emails several weeks ago. But anyway. We only read one of them ahead of time, though. That's <laughs> uh, yes, true. I have that been was the rule. <laughs> I've been casually listening to Reddit on Reddit on and off since I want to say the first 50 episodes or so. I took a couple of years off Ooh. in 2018 due to uni being crazy, came back and was surprised to see that the podcast still regularly releases episodes. Lol. Now... Just as surprised as us, I would say. <laughs> I would say that's 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 quite a nice sentence until the word lol. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, oh, surprise, see that they're still releasing episodes. Lol. Lol. <laughs> but uh, but also we get it. Like yeah, we, oh, get, yeah, it, yeah, we get it. We get it. <laughs> uh, so I'm now returning to my listening routine. You guys have really gotten me through some uh, many boring runs and bus rides through the years. So my point of my email is that I want to see if you're interested in reading ads on your podcast. I have this food blog called Real Ordinary Food, which I would like more people to know about. Since I've been listening to so many podcasts lately, I got the idea to run ads here. I'll be happy to post a link to the podcast on my blog as well. Uh, now, here's the thing. Uh, we don't read ads. And in a way, you've tricked us there. <laughs> But uh, yeah. we we because we, we do read every email. Yeah, we do. Uh, look, we don't do ads, but we're more than happy to give a shout out to anyone. Uh, so, would you say big up? <laughs> I'm trying to think of cool lingo Nelson do too. If we're trying to advertise, okay. cool. Would you big up real ordinary food? Um, yes, I <laughs> big it up a lot. Yeah, this is me bigging it up. Now here, uh, yeah, um. We need we need the copy campaign. Okay. You know, what's the copy that comes That's along true. in say? Wait, we could just pretend okay, camper, let's I'm gonna do this now, okay. Improv time where real ordinary food, the food blog, has changed your life. Uh and also I'll give you the tagline of the website, which mm-hmm. is veganizing international re- recipes. Ah. And which is very we, specific. We've also declared this podcast is not vegan, but is pro-vegan. Uh, we're pro-vegan. <laughs> we I'm sometimes I'm sometimes vegan. Occasionally, <laughs> so occasionally vegan. Think about that. Uh, you know, back when I was just a boy, I was always having trouble going to uh, international restaurants and saying, hey, uh, that lamb kofta, do you, can I have it without lamb? And they would say no. Yeah. And uh, that's haunted me throughout my life until I found Real Ordinary Food. RealOrdinaryFood.com hmm. And that I found the lamb-free kofta. They might have taken it down, though. Don't, don't trust that that's definitely on there. <laughs> Um, but I appreciated everything on this. It actually, can I just say, okay, I know I've been hamming this up a little bit, but it actually looks like quite a, quite a good website. <laughs> so well, that's the thing. You like, should maybe like, genuinely check it out. Th- th- there called- is, there's, there's an yeah. air of caution about anyone that wants you to kind of sponsor something. But I also did look through this. There was a, there was a cool recipe for like reusing food in like a burrito. I believe it was that I saw yeah, when I went yeah. there. But it is like a legit website. So much so, so that retirement company. Sorry, continue. Well, I was going to say so so much so that we don't mind giving a shout out to the to thing, to to the website. Uh, in fact, I'll, I can link it in the show notes as well. Do you know the show notes that no one reads? It'll be in there. Yeah, it'll be in there. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's why I actually I think I looked at this when we very first got the email. The the website's definitely changed since then, uh, and I think a lot more posts too. But yeah, genuinely looks uh, like there's some really good lit- legitimately. Okay, I'm surprising myself as I go. <laughs> <laughs> and I always feel so nervous about like recommending something when you're like somebody's told you to do it. Mm. But um, looks good. Anywho. But uh, anyway, Jelly, that that will be four hundred dollars. Yeah, 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 that that for every minute we spoke about the website. <laughs> um, uh, I guess I should read the next one because it's related. Yeah, I think you should read. The okay, next one. this is from Jeremy. He says hello, gentlemen. Can I just say before this, before you continue? Yes. Literally, we got these emails one after the other. Yeah, and I'm talking a bit in the space of like minutes, maybe a couple of hours. Yeah, like very the, close. Both of these emails came. <laughs> in the order that we read them, roughly an hour apart. So Jeremy said, Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for not having ads on your podcast. (laughs) If you ever get sponsors, I hope it isn't for a mattress, meal kits, vibrating toothbrushes, or hiring services. Here's a legitimate podnapping idea considering many podcasts have ads. Idea. Prepare a few ads for fake companies to endorse absurd, uh, absurd fake products with peppy music and such. At the start of the episode, you can make a bugle announcement that Reddit on Reddit is officially sponsored. When you reach the podnapping segment, instead of playing the podnapping theme, transition into the fake ads. Read the ads until you think the listeners will catch on that you've been bullshitting about these ads. I hope this idea fits as a podnap. Your Chicago and pesky gay correspondent, Jeremy. (laughs) He is pesky, isn't he? He is a pesky gay correspondent, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, that's a great idea that I've just realized we probably shouldn't have read out on well, air here, yeah, the here's the thing that nobody's meant to know. We, we have kind <laughs> of made it somewhat null and void by reading it out. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is we don't generally run ads, yep. but were we to do this as a thing and, and trick people into knowing if you hear an ad, it's all bullshit. Don't worry about it. That means if we ever did get a real ad, no one would believe it. <laughs> We we wouldn't be able to get a sponsor no. because they'd be like, "Hey, remember that time that you said yeah. you were going to do a fake thing?" Like nobody yeah. would click on, go to our website because no, they think no it's one all would totally believe fake. if we were sponsored by Squarespace or something like that. Everyone yeah, would yeah. call bullshit on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we do that thing where it's like, oh, type you know, read it in the checkout so that yeah. you know yeah, we yeah. get some, a bit of sponsorship. <laughs> Nobody would do it. They'd be like, no. it's obviously a fake discount code. We'd never happen. Or like, um, I assume you can I say have to this send- also? Yeah. Oh, sorry to interrupt, but um, can I just put it out there that we would be a very long way off doing ads. But I don't feel like it's a definitive, absolutely no, never type of situation. <laughs> I don't want to like commit to saying that we won't ever do ads mm-hmm. and be sponsored without really, you know, knowing that maybe one day we won't. So I'm going to apologize now for disappointing you on the potential day in future when we do yeah. read an ad. It just- but I would... Like you said before, I feel like we would have to like actually like the product. Well, that's the thing. Like if, for instance, uh, you, you're quite into Dota and you quite like the international, the big tournament, and if they were like, hey, we'll pay you a lot of money to talk about it, they're like two of yeah. your interests combining. You would be an yeah. idiot not to. 
I'd be like, hells yeah, yeah I'll yeah, talk yeah. it up. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, yeah. But if it was for uh, Loot Crate, also, yeah. <laughs> you know. the now defunct business Loot Crate. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I remember they were sponsoring podcasts for quite a while uh, in their heyday. Yes. But uh, yeah. So anyway, there's that. Expect the ads. <laughs> okay, <laughs> or, Jeremy, is this an elaborate double bluff? And were we not contacted by Real Ordinary Foods? And was that the podnap? Oh, oh my God, that would have been perfect. Or yeah. is it perfect? Go to the website to find out. <laughs> It'll either say you'll get the 404 error yeah. or you'll get me taken to a page. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, this one is by Angelina. Uh, and I wanted to say thanks to Angelina. I'm not sure if it says in the email itself, but yep, it does in the first sentence. <laughs> this is the first time uh, Angelina's written in. And I think we specifically asked people uh, a few weeks ago to write in if they hadn't written in before. So thank you for writing in. We appreciate you more than all the other people listening <laughs> that haven't ever written in. <laughs> Uh, hello, I've been listening to the podcast for quite a long time, but this is my first time writing in. Firstly, I'd like to mention that Surprise Interview is still one of my <laughs> favorite segment ideas, despite how much you seem to have given up on it. Uh, I'd also like to mention there are websites that provide real random phone numbers. Just search Random Real Phone Numbers Australia or something similar on Google. I'm not sure how reliable they are, but it's worth a shot. Uh, P.S. Trying this out would be a really easy podnapping segment. I don't know how lazy you are coming up with your own. I, I must so say, I appreciate. Almighty, I, I yeah, do sorry. appreciate that people are very much behind helping us with podnapping because they hear the pain in our voice every week. <laughs> Two of the three yeah. this week have been like, "I'll try and do you a solid here." Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so I expect to hear the almighty return of surprise interview whenever you read this email. Honestly, it is. That one's just always been on the back burner for yeah. me. Like, I suspect it will come up in future, but there will be the right time and yeah. I'll know what the right time is. And, and despite what, what we specifically, me, says about surprise interview, it has vehement support from a lot of our listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, a lot of people like that uh, that segment the best, which is honestly a real kick in the ball. Isn't for it? The time to put in a lot of effort into a segment. Uh, okay, now to my main point. I talk to my best friend of seven years on the phone almost daily since I have endless amount of free time now. Sometimes we mention some things we used to enjoy as kids to each other, usually to the reply of something along the lines of, no, shut up. Why would you remind me of that? Which brings me to my question. What is a childhood obsession you had that makes you cringe when you are reminded of it? Ooh. Thank you for providing me, providing mediocre entertainment every week. <laughs> Your biggest surprise interview fan, Angelina. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so what uh, childhood obsession makes you cringe when you, when you are reminded of it? I think, you know, what is, uh, I would say people in our age bracket, and I don't think either of us went through it, but uh, a big thing for, I know my friends, is the emo phase. Oh, right. Out. Here's the a thing. A lot um, of friends that you wouldn't even suspect well, he, are like, he, oh my God, I have some dark emo, f hidden emo photos. Here's the thing. Um, 
I like emo music, like even to this day, but I just never went through the look. Yeah, the look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably about the, as yeah, far the music as I went, was fine. I mean, yeah, probably about as far as I went was like skinny black jeans and Chuck Taylors, but I still wear that now. Like that's just kind of what yeah. I wear. But that was yeah. like I guess they were both hallmarks of the emo look. You're not cringing about it yet. Well, I'll ask you again in 20 years, Cambo. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I can't believe us. Uh, yeah, but like I, I still, I still quite like emo music. I know it's very moody and cliche. I don't well, care. <laughs> a bit. Well, what I, what I found feel is like. Well, I, yeah, I that, that wasn't m- really like. Well, sorry. sorry yeah. th- this remote thing is <laughs> it's going to be such a headache for <laughs> potentially weeks. Uh, but what I find is that there was music I really liked in high school. And then when I left high school, I think I kind of denied that I quite liked it and tried to like find newer music that I thought was cooler until I just had this epiphany Mm. being like, who cares? Just like the music that you like and who cares (laughs) what anyone thinks of it? Just enjoy the things you enjoy, which is why like uh, I I have some like uh, vinyl records and some of the Mm -hmm. records that I have are like Dookie by Green Day which is like a album I used to listen to a lot in high school, which my rationale has always yeah. been like, I had a real connection to that specific album at one point in my life. So therefore I have no shame in saying that I want it in a collection. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. There was, uh, I think when I was younger, this shame of like certain music. Like, for example, Aqua, loved <laughs> that band. Uh, Barbie Girl, Best banger. I used to put we, that on before I'd have a shower, sing in the shower to Barbie Girl. It was we, the best. Uh, oh, and we've done that before. We did. We? we have performed Barbie Girl on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. I did a very high-pitched Barbie Girl rendition, I think. You did. Yeah, you, yeah, uh, you did. You graciously took the, the harder female part. <laughs> I was just like, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh but and also another one. This is actually what uh, probably when I had the same sort of epiphany if you did. It was like just like the music you like, which was um, I liked Smash Mouth mm. uh, when I was younger. And there was this like short period in between where Smash Mouth was like people would diss, you know, like ah, what a terrible band Smash Mouth is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I hate them too. <laughs> and then honestly, it was like Shrek came out. And then that became a bit of a meme. Yeah. And then people were like, actually, actually, All Star is a great song. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like reversed its, you know, opinion. Yeah. People were like, oh yeah, Smash Mouth, great band. <laughs> and I'm like, I guys, I thought that the whole time. <laughs> but uh, I would pretend that I, you know, didn't like them for so long. I uh, I rewatched the movie Rat Race not long ago. And mm-hmm. it, it's such a perfect encapsulation of the year that it was made, which is 2001, in that the end of that movie ends with them at a Smash Mouth concert. Right. <laughs> and like, very few years would any movie end that way. It's a real yeah. telltale sign that this was made in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. The perfect time in yep. which that was appropriate. <laughs> One to two years either side of that, unthinkable. Yeah, that's right. Um, I don't really know otherwise if there's things that like... I feel like I don't actually cringe that much anymore. Like I've done ballet when I was younger. Uh And again, I think there was maybe a time in my life where I was a bit more embarrassed about it and I'd be a bit more cringy. But now I'm like, oh, who cares? I I just did ballet. I I was in one band in high school, but we went through many names. 
and the names yeah. progressively got worse and worse. Like they're really, yeah. they're really cliche, embarrassing high school band names. But I'm not embarrassed about them because I think they're kind of funny. Uh, we started. Well, let's see you if I need can, to say them now. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's see good. if I can remember them all. Uh, we started out as uh, we were called Blue Team Go, which I actually think of mm-hmm. all the names is probably the better name that we ever had because it's just yeah. like a whatever Blue inoffensive Team Go. name. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we became more serious, Nelson. And oh. we, we became known as Weekend at the Fire Academy. Okay. Yeah. It's That's getting worse, isn't it? Bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was named for for a different song, I believe. Because here's the thing, I remember okay. at the time, speaking of emo music, we realized that th- there's a band called Funeral for a Friend. And mm-hmm. they got their name Funeral for a Friend because that is the name of a song by Alton John. And we were like, oh, you can just take song names and have that as your band name. So we did that for, <laughs> yeah. for us. So that's where Weekend, right. at the, Weekend at the Fire Academy came from. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, yeah. then we were the Midwest Affair. <laughs> Midwest Affair. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, based on the song Midwest Love Affair by Motion City Soundtrack. And then we were... You just merged the words together. Okay. Yep. And then we were... Um, uh, we were lights in Atlantis. Okay, and that was, I think, probably the worst name, lights in Atlantis, because it's so. Is cliche. that another? No, is that, that another song or no? Uh, maybe it is. I don't think we based it on anything, but that was the one okay. that at the time I somehow got Matt Damon on camera to like say, "Oh yeah, I love the band Lights in Atlantis." So then we were really stuck with it for a long time because we we're like, "Oh, we don't want to <laughs> give up that one bit of like real estate that we have." And then yeah, before yeah. we disbanded, we had moved into like a really post-rock explosions in the sky style of music. And we were Juan, which is the just the French word for June. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Fancy. Fancy. Hey, Camber, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you have songs in Lights of Atlantis that were titled what? Hope, Big City Bright Lights, All the King's Men? No, here's the thing. Theology? Uh, here's the thing. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think that's us. Uh, we had very comically long song names, if I remember correctly. But there, there, when we were called Lights in Atlantis, a band got in contact with us that were called Lights in Atlanta, and they messaged <laughs> us and they said, "Oh, hey, we just because we're both from Melbourne, we noticed we have similar names. Just thought we should flag it in case there's ever any confusion for like gigs and whatnot." Uh, to which. Uh, <laughs> Three of the four band members like, that's fine. But one of our band members, let's say the rogue band member, wrote oh, back to them no. being like, absolutely not. You change your name. Thank you very much. Oh, but they were also God. by far the more established band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, God. I bet he looks back on that moment and cringes, your friend. <laughs> I bet you he doesn't. That- I bet you he doesn't one bit. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Um, we should probably end the episode, but yeah, I probably. just remember that it was something. I I remember something that does actually make me cringe. Yep. from something that I used to do, which was I was really jealous of my my very first girlfriend, proper girlfriend. I got extremely jealous about her and her ex boyfriend and stuff, and I like really cringe when I think back on that. Oh yeah, and, like. Oh, that oh. like wasn't worth me doing that stuff. Nelson, I just yeah. remember. Remember that time I went crazy when I broke up with a girl. 
Oh, yes, you did too. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. That's pretty bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's actually a yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah. May- that- maybe we'll get into that in another episode just because we're, we're running a little long. But, yeah, uh, I did just temporarily kind of go nuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a, it's a teenage boy thing in general. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in my <laughs> early 20s and I think I was like, the world's over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alright, but that's it So thank you for writing in to us Angelina, Jeremy and Jelly uh, If you would like to write into us You can do so Reddit podcast R-E-A-D-I-T podcast At gmail.com You can also reach us at Facebook Twitter and our subreddit They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast I would say that if you've never written in Write in and tell mm-hmm. us why What? <laughs> yes, that is a good... <laughs> We want the reasons (laughs) specifically for why you have not written in before. Uh, And then we might appreciate you a bit more like we have done Angelina. And you know what? In fact, Jelly actually as well has also been a first time writer in a row. Uh, join us on our Discord also, as well. Join us on our Discord, uh, on our subreddit. Yep. You can see the video of us tr- attempting to do this episode <laughs> earlier in the week. Uh, and failing miserably um, But also occasionally we like to mention um, Please uh, we'd, we'd love it if you could mention this podcast To your friends mm-hmm. And people you know And enemies mm. um, And it, uh, Write it into really, your last wishes us. upon your death That at your funeral oh. Everyone should pull out their phones And <laughs> oh, subscribe okay. to the Reddit on Reddit podcast Yeah, I'm glad you explained that better because it started to sound like suicide notes. Oh no so no no I don't want a suicide don't, pact. I just want to take it I just okay. want to take advantage of your in death. your will. Yes. In your will yeah. and testament when you're eighty five and you've died of a heart attack. Uh I wouldn't stipulate like that. Give, People can die younger. I'm just Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to give something like, you know, relatable right, right. and realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then, uh, yeah, but, uh, people will have to mention this podcast yeah. at their funeral. We don't care if it's in many years time from now, we'll get it in your will now. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, we surprisingly listen we, to this. If we, if nothing else, we surprise people at how long this podcast will go for. It's happened this yeah. very episode. Exactly. We surprise ourselves. Uh, anyway, but that's it. So thanks for listening and we will read you later. Thank you.